Drake what? football starts today, not tomorrow. Well, today, football starts today. It is officially where you are. That is true. Where I am, and the Tampa Bay Bucks are slated to play the Dallas Cowboys. That was tonight. a big slide on us Pacific Time Zone Jay people. Parker. Okay, want to calm down there? I'm aware. I technically don't recognize you Pacific Time Zone people as people. So, oh wait, have we been recording this whole time? I, I, I just want to say, I've always thought of myself as a man of faith. Um, I don't know when I'm putting on this headset again, whether it's for Westboro's or another podcast. Uh, I just wish I hadn't been so gay. Oh, dang it, dang it, dang it. Dang it. As there's a deep drive into center field, and that's going to be a home run. <laughs> home run? What sport are we on here, McLean? This is fall... Well, Sorry. I guess we can't say fall watch, because it's already September, but this is Westboro's sports coverage. We're occasionally a sports podcast now. It's not 12... 12 days, but this is this is West Bros on sports. West Sport. West Bro Ball. No. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. That's a tricky one. I think they get into sports betting, McLean. You think that's a good idea? Uh, Jake, you don't know anything about sports, so I would avoid that for now if I were you. No, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe, maybe well, work up like, to that. No, I don't know. That's exactly. Why I should. Mm. They'll never see the outsider come in with his unconventional approach to take all the suckers for a ride, you know? No, I don't think that's it. It might be, though. What if it turns out I'm actually I'm actually a genius at sports betting? Okay. That's a possibility. You know, Jake, you keep uh, saying that, and maybe... Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whether we're all on, the hot on the subject of Fall Watch, on the, on the subject of Fall Watch, not sports-related, but I did just order off of Amazon a paperback edition of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Rip Van Winkle, and other short stories by uh, Washington Irving, which I think Ooh, is required I found reading a- if you're apparently going to New England. That's a prerequisite. McLean, you're dissing me. I got that an old vintage hardcover edition I found in the thrift store two years ago. My apologies. My apologies. Well, I remember reading the... the and what you, what you, what you should like below was Irving's, uh, Washington school. Irving's sketchbook, which featured that story. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. For... But, regardless, there is a football game to be had today. Well, tomorrow, for you... Tomorrow. Pacific Coasters. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Play the Playing Dallas Cowboys. The, the at team home. with the, the worst course, branding the, in all of. No. The Cowboys have the worst branding in all of football. It's just a star. You probably say all And they sports, got this, but... this dull blue and gray color scheme. I just want to fall asleep every time I look at them. I'm sorry. 100%. And they play all terrible the time on Sunday Night Football, Cowboys, Giants, I will go to sleep. I will, I will exactly. work on Exactly, they're Giants. The Giants are the oh, second most boring team in the NFL. one thing I wanted to mention to NFL. you was that um, SB Nation Secret Base documentary about the Falcons. And sort of like the epilogue uh-huh. portion about all the dumb things the Falcons have done since Super Bowl 51. They did not yeah. mention the fact that they blew a three-score three lead against Tom Brady this season. 
Um, which oh, I thought was worth mentioning. Yeah, they were up. They were up by like 17 points against the Buccaneers and lost. Um, they they have found fantastic ways to lose. Of course, what now uh, the Falcons. Uh, this was earlier. This was like back in November. Uh, oh. Because now the Falcons play the Buccaneers. Well, they they play Tom Brady now, who's on the Buccaneers twice a year because they're in the same division. So. Wow. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Jameis is probably going to take the Saints to the division championship again, though. Um, Jameis Winston. Have I told you about Jameis Winston's uh, propensity for crab legs? You've not. I can't believe I haven't told you about Jameis Winston steals crab legs. Like he eats crab legs or his legs are literal crab legs? He stole crab legs. Sorry, what? Uh, This is from April 21st, 2015. Jameis Winston says stolen crab legs were given to him for free. Oh, there's video Uh, evidence of it. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> James Woodson admitted to a possible NCAA violation, albeit minor, stating during an ESPN interview he received free food from a Tallahassee grocery store. The former received, FSU took without headlines, paying, technically the same. <laughs> made headlines in April 2014 when he was recited for stealing roughly $32 in crab legs and crawfish from Publix. But during ESPN Draft Academy section that aired Tuesday night, Winston said he did not steal anything from the supermarket, insisting a store employee offered him the fr- food free of charge. The ESPN Yo, series featured crab legs. Like a weird. In preparation for questions he would face at the combine, the former NFL coaches asked Winston to address the issues he had off the field. During a review of his transgressions, he left off a citation for stealing crab legs from Publix. <laughs> okay. Uh, Fish asked him how he would address the issue and why he ignored it. Winston responded, How am I supposed to handle it if I got them for free? Just say I messed up? Um. Jameis Winston crab leg scandal! The week before it was my buddy's birthday, and we got a cake, and we met a dude who was inside Publix, and he said, hey, anytime you come in here, I got you. So that day, we just walked up, and he hooked us up with that. And when I came in well, to get crab legs, he true, did the same man, thing. The story is true. This man needs to be fired right away. I don't understand. You just meet a random guy who's like, yo, anytime you, random guy, want to come in, I'm going to slip you some freak crab legs. It was not a random guy, Jake. This is Jameis Winston. I have no idea who that is. How the public guy know who that is? Jameis Winston won the Heisman Trophy. Okay. You don't know Jameis? I don't know Jameis. Jameis Winston played at Florida State, where he won the Heisman Trophy, led the Seminoles to a cha- national championship, I think. And then the next year... Oh, the, in the Seminoles! First... Why, didn't... Why didn't you just say Florida State Seminoles? I would have told you. That's Willie's team. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Sorry. And then the next season, in the first ever college football playoff, the Oregon Ducks played the Florida State Seminoles in the Rose Bowl. And I thought for sure the Ducks were going to blow this, like they always do big games. But it turns out Jameis Winston blew it, and the Ducks won in a blowout with hilarious, hilarity ensuing on the field. Jameis Winston is a treasure, but that did enable the Ducks to get to the national championship game and get blown up by Ohio State in even more spectacular fashion. But some of those James Winston highlights from that game were pretty funny. 
Uh, there was one play where he like ran backwards 30 yards and then just tossed the ball to, to Oregon. Like he tossed it backwards to him. Uh, it was good stuff. Good stuff. Um, where were we? James Winston stole crab legs. Um, no, before yeah. that. <laughs> um, something about sport. Oh, I was talking about uh, Tom Brady. And I, I facetiously stated that um, James Winston was going to lead the Saints to the division championship because I don't think he's going to do that because he has not been good in the NFL at all. You know how Marcus Mariota is now a backup quarterback? That's the same thing that happened to James Winston, except then Drew Brees retired. And now it was either James Winston or Taysom Hill. And for whatever reason, Sean Payton chose to declare James the starter for the Saints. So we're going to see how you that goes. You say a lot of names as if you expect me to know who that is. Who's Taysom Hill? You don't Hill? know Taysom also, Hill? Is there... Okay, and there's also two other names I keep confusing. Trey Lawrence and Trevor... Lawrence, no, Trevor Lance? I don't know. But I don't know who any of these people are anymore. No Trey part. Lance and Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the the hot shot from Clemson that just got drafted by the Jaguars. Trey Lance is North Dakota State University Bison's quarterback who got drafted by the 49ers this year. Uh, if it makes you feel better, for a very long time, I thought Trey Lance was just a nickname they gave to Trevor Lawrence. So I can understand your confusion there. Um, but Taysom Hill is an interesting story. I'll have you know, Jake, Taysom's Hill, Taysom Hill's hometown is right here in Pocatello, Idaho. Um, oh, really? Yeah, he, he went to Highland High School, graduated, went to BYU. He's a Mormon. Um, oh, born and raised in Pocatello. Shot. Went to BYU and then came out of BYU and was in with the Packers for like a training camp. And then he went to the Saints, where instead of being used as a quarterback, they used him more as an athlete and became the NFL. What does that mean? I'm he, not really a quarterback with the Guys, guys, hey, I'm not really a quarterback with the team. I'm more of an athlete. <laughs> he was he was the Saints Swiss Army knife. They put him in on gadget plays, they'd they'd hand him the ball. They'd have him go out for passes. He'd throw the ball to Drew Brees a couple times. Um, it, he's exciting to watch some football. Um, Drew Brees is another one of those names that's like, oh, he's a permanent fixture who will never go anywhere and never accomplish anything. I guess he went to a and Super Bowl he is gone. Than that. Yes. Oh, how? Yeah. yeah, Drew Brees all got the, spanked those, by Tom Brady in the postseason and then retired. All of those guys who felt like they were permanent fixtures, they all disappeared in the time that I stopped paying attention. Tony Romo and uh, Philip Rivers and... Uh, Fun fact, um, Taysom Hill's brother uh, passed away from a drug overdose. Now, I was told by someone I work with that there's a... There's a certain section of people in Pocatello that do believe that it was an inside job caused by the Mormon church. Please elaborate on this. Okay, so th the way this goes, and I don't know any, any of the solid concrete details, but the way this goes is that Taysom Hill was a very talented high school quarterback. He got recruited by Stanford, BYU, of course, but he goes off on a mission. It goes back, and of course, the only school that will still take him a couple years later is BYU. Because he went on his Mormon mission. But the, uh, the theory goes, uh, Taysom Hill's brother was kind of a screw-up. He, he was a drug addict. He, uh, 
he uh, was a was a bit of a bit of a black sheep of the family. Uh, so apparently, the Mormon Church here in Pocatello, the branch, knew that Taysom Hill was going to hit it big one day, and they didn't want his younger brother to foul it up. Uh, apparently, uh, friends say that he had been clean for a while. He was getting his life back on track, and suddenly he dies of an overdose. So the idea is that the Mormon church killed him to prevent him from being a stain on his brother and therefore an embarrassment to the church when Taysom Hill finally hit it big. Again, I must preface that I do not believe this. I, I was just told about it like second or third hand. So uh, mm-hmm. if I, Taysom, if you're listening, I, I didn't, I, it's just what I heard, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, I can't find anything about this theory on Google. I think the Mormons don't Google. I think this is I think this is pretty inside baseball stuff, Jake. This is this is the only kind of this is the thing you'll hear only from a Pocatello native. Um, ah, I see. But Jake, if you just want to look up like uh, James Winston, like blooper reel stuff like that, James Winston is notable because two seasons ago, his last year with the Bucks. Uh, before they got Tom Brady and traded Jameis away. Uh, Jameis Winston led the league in passing yards. Uh, He was also the first quarterback ever to throw for 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in the same season. Oh, that's a nice uh, stat. Yeah, when Jameis plays, he plays, man. Um, Also a sexual assault allegation. I'm pretty sure there was a couple of shoplifting incident, vulgar comp. Oh yeah, that's right. There was um, there was an incident uh, in addition to the sexual assault allegations, where James Winston, it, it was inside apparently the Florida State Student Union building, uh, climbed atop a table, and um, said some very very vulgar things that I will not repeat on West Pros. Oh. Okay. Um, in 2017, this is it. There was an allegation that he had groped an Uber driver. Uh, and this was when he was in the NFL. So the NFL suspended him for three games. Oh, they only suspended him for three games, which is one game less than Tom Brady got for the supposedly deflating footballs. Just in case you were concerned about the NFL's discipline policy. Uh, <laughs> a grope a woman, three games. Deflate footballs, that's four. Yeah, let's see the statistics here. Oh, yeah, okay. So in 2019, uh, Jameis had 5,000 passing yards, 5,109 passing yards, which led the league. Uh, He threw 33 touchdowns to 30 interceptions, which also also led the league. Um, Jameis is a funny man, I won't lie. All right, I'll give you that. I I don't feel like I can... You got to look up Jameis. You gotta look up James. Yeah, I will, I will, I will. I'll send you a video I would like you to play on on the podcast. I haven't seen it yet, but... Um... Alright, let me... So t- it's entitled Five Minutes of Colin Cowherd Crushing on Sam Darkland. <laughs> I'm surprised that we were able to narrow it down to just five minutes. He's a dreamy Vamp, man, I'm vamping. I'm vamping as hard as I can. Which also, I wonder what the word vamp means. I heard. I feel like I heard it. Who? Who would I? You've heard definitely it? heard Probably it on my, 372 pages, something like that. Yes. Okay. So, I, according to YouTube, I have seen this video before. 
Let's hear it. As long as we haven't played on Westbrook. Yeah. I walked over to Steve Sarkeesian. It was the first practice, and I said... Looks like him, plays like him, big like him, stick like him. And Andrew Luck, by the way, doesn't have the world's greatest arms. And Andrew Luck, by the way, throws pick sixes. And he's going to throw more. Sam's going to throw more of those. Brett Favre had 29 interceptions in what, his 15th year? Remember Brett Favre's memorable pass? Threw across his body, picked off. Ruined the Vikings' chance to get to a Super Bowl. After the game last night, Darren Lee, quote, dude smooth under pressure, doesn't get rattled. We weren't worried whatsoever. Generally start and begin with somebody else's mistake. Portland takes Sam Bowie, Chicago drafts MJ, the rest is history. Cleveland Browns pass on Carson Wentz. Okay, Colin, get to the crushing. Win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves took two point guards. Steph Curry was available. They took Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio. Golden State's now the reigning NBA dynasty. Cleveland passed on Sam Donald. New York Jets. Those hypocrites. Those tires in two horrible. You'll have the quarterback who was number one on virtually every other board not named Cleveland. Of my eight... The only board Sam Darnold was number one on was only Colin Cowherd's board. So why... I don't understand why Colin has such this fascination with Sam to this day. By the way, how heartbroken was it when the Jets traded him? Um, I think he was actually pretty happy about it because now he believes that Sam Darnold will, will have a better opportunity in Carolina. Personally, I think Sam Darnold's going to find new ways to flame out in Carolina. But, uh, oh no, he strikes me as exactly the same kind of quarterback who's like, oh, he's going to get passed around from team to team and never actually do anything. He like, is just a, a mini McCown, really, if, I think, if you think about it. He looks like, looks like him, plays like him, throws interceptions like him. If I may quote, quote Colin there. McClellan, let Colin speak. Sorry, sorry. But hashtag let Colin speak. Hashtag. Contacts that I use regularly in this league. Head coaches, GMs, regional uh, scouting directors... Darnold was number one on every board. He was not a flawless prospect. <laughs> but he is such a perfect fit for the New York Jets, and I'll tell you why. Go look at the history of the city of New York. Who goes into New York and can handle the media? Derek Jeter, Mark Messier, Eli Manning, Aaron Judge, Mariano Rivera, Phil Simms, <laughs> Sam Darnold. I'm not following Colin head down, talk but never give you a quote, you go to bed at night knowing you'll never get in trouble. New York has had a lot of players who were great, but A-Rod was often eaten alive. It got into his head. He struggled sometimes in the postseason. New York is tough. It is brutal. And there is a, a lineage, there is a line here of the people who worked for a long time in New York. And they're all like Eli and Jeter and Mariano and Messier. They are relatable, though they're millionaires. They're likable, they're beloved, they're trusted. And when you go to bed at night, you never have to worry about a call at 3 a.m. Hey, Paul, and I really don't see what point you're trying to make here, buddy. Keep talking about going to bed. Andrew Luck, Carson.
Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Russell Wilson. He's Tom really preoccupied Brady. with thoughts of Sam Darnold coming to bed at night. They're my kind of guys. No bragging when they win. Shake off failure. And failure, Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Drew Brees. Failure is everywhere in this league. You're going to win games. Mark Sanchez won. Tebow won. You're going to win games. How do you deal with failure? Yeah, that's what I think. Mark I Sanchez, I remember him as a winner. A yeah. It's good enough. I've never said... To be fair, no one remembers it because of everything that happened afterwards, namely the butt fumble. But Mark Sanchez and the Jets went to two consecutive AFC Championship games to start his uh, career off. McClain, and he flamed out McClain, don't try to... Yeah, don't try to do like a 9-11 truth or remove <laughs> on, on Mark Sanchez with me, man. I was there. I saw Mark Sanchez. Don't try to sell me on Mark Sanchez. Well, the thing that bewilders me is the fact that he beat Tom Brady in the postseason. <laughs> I don't get that. But um, Oregon State beat him when he was at USC. It's true. Um that and then I don't know if you I don't no, know if don't you ever saw it. Saw you might not have heard about this. It wasn't really a big thing at all. But there was that play where he did run into his own lineman's butt, and then you fumbled the ball. Well, I heard about that one. Oh, you did hear. That was good. Okay. No, I always, for some reason in my head, that wasn't on Thanksgiving, but I'm told it was. It definitely I don't was. Being on Thanksgiving. It was on Thanksgiving. Huh. Jets Patriots, and the Patriots scored like three touchdowns within 30 seconds or something. Sam Darnold certainly was the next great Jets quarterback flop, and I think he can be a flop in Carolina, too. He has the innate skills of Andrew Luck, the size and the talent of Cam Newton. I've also said he's a little reckless. He plays a little fast and loose. So it was absolutely... Just the way I, uh, I can't... ...through a pick six to start his career. It was perfect. <laughs> because then it allowed you to see the Sam Darnold I know. The Sam Darnold I know. From that point forward, he had a quarterback rating of 141. Here's a kid, youngest quarterback to ever start week one in the NFL. On the road, Monday night football, against a former number one pick, Matt Stafford, and a coach, Matt Patricia, who's helped guide along with Belichick and Brady, those Patriots to win after win after win. There was a lot to be nervous about. And after Sam Darnold threw that pick, he was 16-20, two touchdowns, no picks, and a passer rating at 141. And that is the Sam Darnold I saw four years ago at a USC practice, and I came out the very next day on the air, and I said, folks, we got another Andrew Luck. I just saw him for the first time. He's 18. So I think, I think the thing is that Colin Coward came out really early in support of Sam Darnold, and now he kind of has to, he, he won't give up the fact that he's wrong kind of thing. He yeah. just really wants to be right about this. Yeah, Sam Darnold played three seasons with the Jets before being traded. <laughs> you say played. I He played He played in uh, 13 games, 13 games, and then 12 games. Um, didn't oh, play well, Scott. Never mind. but he played. Uh, most famously, I already told you, of course, there was the time he was seeing ghosts against the uh, Patriots. That was pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and I'm seeing ghosts. ghosts. Though not regarded widely as a 
dual threat quarterback, Donald has been praised for his mobility in the pocket, which when needed, allows him to escape pressure, extend plays, and throw on the run, similar to Aaron Rodgers. He has been described as a gunslinger. Did Colin Coward write this Wikipedia page? <laughs> Maybe. He probably, he probably has a, he probably edits this thing daily. Let's see what's happening in the world of fantasy football. Since Jake's not talking much. Oh, I'm sorry, McLean. You're the, you're the guy with the information here. I'm just I'm just trying to soak it up like a sponge. That's all I'm trying to do. Well, let's see. With the Cowboys and Buccaneers playing tomorrow, uh, I have... Let's see. Who's on my team? I got Leonard Fournette for the Buccaneers and Mike Evans for the Buccaneers. Currently, I'm sitting Leonard Fournette um, on the bench. Mike Evans is starting, so I think, I think Evans will be a pretty good get for fantasy. Of course, Jake stands to score a lot of points, what with starting Tom Brady against the Cowboys. You, you're scared, you're, you look, you're predicted to have more points than I am, buddy. You're not, not you're not wanting to talk here. Yeah, but I mean, let's see, where is Jake? Oh, you, you renamed your team, didn't you? Bishop Sycamore, that's right. Okay. Yeah, the Bishop Sycamore. Of course. We are proud. We're a proud tradition in this football league. The Bishop Sycamore team. McLean. Oh, you got the... We go back days. <laughs> uh, the illustrious halls of... Well, we don't have halls. Um, <laughs> yeah, you stand to score some double points here with Antonio Brown and Tom Brady playing. Nice, nice. Hey, all I'm, all I'm saying... All right, McLean. Jake, this is an article that just popped up uh, across my feed, was, and we'll see. I was gonna ask. I wanted to hear about your recent transition to Tom Brady fandom. I, I wouldn't call it fandom. It's more like I'm in, I'm put in the position where, uh, because everyone else hates him, I've come around to liking him. Okay. okay. That's because I'm a pointless contrarian. That's a good start. I'm really, it's more the Patriots, but Tom Brady is a subset of that. Yeah, I'm, it, it, it was the same thing as a as a self-declared Patriots fan. When Tom Brady left, it, it was weird because I had been rooting for the Patriots and Tom Brady. The two had been synonymous in my mind. And it, I, I did some deep soul searching, and I decided that I was going to continue to root for the Patriots as well as root for Tom Brady. And then the Patriots didn't do well last year, and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers went and won the Super Bowl. So don't get me wrong, I followed the Buccaneers much more closely last year than I did the Patriots. Oh, I understand. So here's, here's um... I was reticent to be a fan of an NFL team. By fan, I mean wearing a shirt yeah. around with the logo well, of the NFL team. The first on it. problem, of course, is the fact that the but, NFL is gay. Well, the second problem is that none of the logos are good. I don't know why. It's just what slap an NFL. Some sl I don't know. I do not. If if I see a person wearing a jersey of a player, I'm probably not going to like that person. You're not wrong. You're not. However, wrong. however, however. The old Patriots logo is worth slapping on a shirt. The old Patriots logo was 100% worth slapping on a shirt. Funny, fun fact, I don't remember if I told you this before, but if I did, I think it'll have more emotional resonance now. Um, I, in Fred Meyer a while back, I did see someone, he looked kind of like a loser, if I'm being honest, a middle-aged skateboarder, and he was wearing an Antonio Brown Raiders jersey. <laughs> it was very funny. 
who, you know, Antonio Brown was only Wait, on... Antonio Brown Raiders? Oh, yeah, you know, that's right. You, right, you right, remember right, that because he was okay. only on the Raiders for a couple of months before he called the GM a cracker. Yeah. So he's, he's just doing what I did when I named my team Bishop Sycamore. He's just in it for the joke. Maybe, or he, he got it at a discount price, perhaps. Uh, Jake, would you be interested in learning what some of the ticket prices are for... Uh, Buccaneers Patriots week four for when Tom Brady makes his oh dear turn I would assume that one's going for some change honestly I was a little bit surprised um, I, I was hearing people making jokes you know how do I tell my kids they can't go to college because I bought butts bucks Pats tickets uh, stuff like that but the cheapest ones can you, would you like to wager a guess uh, three hundred dollars Close, but wrong. $540 is what I'm seeing on Ticketmaster right now. Hey. Um, some of the actual, like, decent seats, uh, about 1700 I could buy four tickets. Okay, on the... Um, to that game. Ooh. Or I could buy a half acre of land in Texas. Interesting. The tickets on the visitor sideline seem to be um, more expensive than the ones on the Patriot sideline. Odd. Yeah, but that... I mean, that's going to be... That's going to be must-watch, like, biggest game in NFL history type stuff right there. And I, that is not just... Speaking of games, this, I'd like to get your opinion on, on this article that it's from Complex. Sorry, you've been trying to... Ranking all quarterbacks? What? I said, sorry, you've been trying to introduce this for a bit. Let me... Let me, uh... Oh. Uh... Let's, let's hear it. This uh, article is from Complex.com, ranking quarter, all the quarterbacks this year from worst to best. And this is good for me because I you know, I could not tell you who's playing quarterback for every team. So Great. Jake found an article just to make me... They have a name. They have a, well, they have a name here that I recognize, but I can't tell you why, but I know I've heard it. Andy Dalton, Chicago Bears. Wait, what is he ranked? Is that number 32? Yeah, oh. last one. Andy Dalton played several Says seasons... That, for the Bengals before uh, they realized, oh, Andy Dalton kind of sucks and we're not winning games. Um, That's what I knew yeah. him from. He was the Bengals. He got okay. traded or signed free agent, whatever, to the Cowboys for a season uh, while he was he was hurt. The Bears, side note, there's, there's teams out there that are stuck in this weird limbo where they're never good, but they're never, like, that bad. Yeah. And they're stuck in this weird, like, the Cowboys have been there for a long time. I feel like the Bears have been there in my entire life. It's like, I want to see the Bears be good just so that the, I, I don't know, it just feels like the Bears should be a good team, but yeah. they never are. It's hard to explain to you the gravitas, but the Bears have literally never had a good quarterback. And, like, literally, they've never had, like, a, an all-time great quarterback. Um, the closest was Jim McMahon. I wasn't excused to say the Bears. So da it's not bears. easy to get a lot of Bears passing. It's not hard, that is, to get a lot of Bears passing records. They had Mitch Trubisky for a couple of seasons uh, before realizing he's not that good. Um, so they drafted, they signed Andy Dalton and tweeted out Andy Dalton QB1 on their social media accounts. They said, Andy Dalton's our quarterback. Then they drafted Justin Fields from Ohio State, who everyone is absolutely sure is a lot better than Andy Dalton. But unfortunately, they already said... Yeah, this article says it is, it is shocking that uh, they're starting Andy Dalton with Justin Fields. <laughs> 100%. But they already tweeted it out, so they have to. Yeah. All right, next on the list. Tyrod 
Taylor, Houston Texans. Oh. Apparently they're not going with Deshaun. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Watson's probably never going to play another game for the Houston Texans ever again, and whether or not he'll play another game at I, all I, I, is up I in have the air. my doubts. Yeah, I have my doubts he'll play anything at all. That depends on a certain uh, legal case going on. So it sounds like they're going for Tyrod Taylor, career backup who's been kicked around the league a lot. Most recently, he was in Los Angeles, where apparently he suffered with the Chargers, where he suffered an injury. Uh, then the doctor accidentally well, punctured LA's his got, lung. Look, I'm just gonna say. And then they started Justin line. Herbert instead. Southern California's got too many teams these days. A hundred percent. But the Raiders left California, I so it evens like out. It. I think it. I think it's the same now. Yeah. On one hand, I want them to put an NFL team in Oregon, but on the other hand, they probably named it something stupid. Unless they called it the Lumberjacks. That'd be pretty good. I like that. They almost called... But one of the runner-up names when they started the Seahawks team was Lumberjacks. And Ugh. when I... I wish... Man. I wish they had gone with... I have always hated the name Seahawks. I cannot tell you why. I cannot quite explain it. I hate the logo. I've always hated the name Seahawks. I think... Don't like I it. I think my hatred Seattle for Seahawks the Seahawks... Is, not really hatred... But ambivalence towards the Seahawks really stems from the fact that I just feel the same way about Seattle in general. Um, and also, I think it's really mm-hmm. funny when they threw the ball and Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Haha, uh, that was pretty. Good, hey, throwing the ball in the one hey, yard line. Hey, uh, if you're if you have a test, you should wear a Seahawks jersey so that way you can pass when you shouldn't. Yeah, been holding on to that. Number joke thirty for on the list, McLean. You're not gonna like this. Mac Jones, oh, come on. New England Patriots. Come on, dude. I know he's a rookie and all, but there's plenty of quarterbacks worse yeah, than Yeah, I've seen Jones. people being like, don't even... I've seen New England Patriots fans being like, yeah, Mac Jones, he's back. And everyone else is like, he's gonna suck. Yeah, he's gonna suck. And of course, after he wins yeah. the Super Bowl, too, everyone will be like, I can't believe they let Mac Jones fall to the Patriots at number 15. When Mac Jones was drafted by the Patriots, he kind of fell in the draft. His... People thought the 49ers were going to grab him at, like, number three. He fell down to the Patriots, and afterwards he said, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to go to the Patriots. Because, of course. I don't know. As long as I can call him Macaroni Jones, I'll be good. As I've, been, as I, as I've said the before, and I'll says- say it again, people are predicting have been predicting the end of the Patriots dynasty for well over a decade now. So this is just a part of that. They're not predicting it. They're just it's just fanfic that they're right. They just want that to be And true. when the the Patriots hate faltered the Patriots last season for no real actual no. reason is completely I know Cam Newton terrible decision. It's completely a um it's an emotional thing. They don't like the Patriots because the Patriots were good. It's it's a similar reason to why to why some people don't like the Ducks. That's not why I don't like the Ducks. <laughs> Jake, you're the biggest Duck fan I mean, I like I the Ducks. That's the thing. I like the Ducks, but not for Jake, the reasons most Duck people fans like don't pay as much attention to Duck football as you do. Exactly. The, the thing with the Patriots is people don't like it for the same reason they don't like the, the kid in the class who gets all the best grades and, and, and is smarter than you. They just don't like it. Yeah. That's the thing I've always thought about Tom Brady and the Patriots, is it it's the hate us because they ain't us, but also the thing is, if you're getting paid, I'm just saying, if you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a sport, you should give it your all and try to be the best at it. And Tom Brady is a psycho, has has never eaten a strawberry in his life, 
kind of kind of approach to football. But um, uh, this article doesn't really explain why he's so far down the list. What does it say? Um, it just talks about that Belichick believes in you, then you're probably good. <laughs> he was very accurate for a college QB, while Newton wasn't the Newton of old in New England. Gives Jones some major kudos for earning the trust of the coaching staff. I number I thirty guess it's just because he's a rookie. I, I don't he know. hasn't played a game yet, but like I'd still rank him higher than a few other guys. I mean. He, number 21 you could have made this name up because I've never heard it before Zach Wilson New Zach York Wilson Jeff. is um, carbon copy uh, stamp rubber stamped Mormon kid from BYU who had kind of a kind oh, of a okay. breakout season last year uh, he he was considered for the Heisman BYU only lost like one or two games uh, and then got drafted by the Jets as they kicked Sam Darnold out of town dual threat kind of article says mobile here we go again with the Jets, forever trying to find their franchise quarterback. All in on the high draft pick. It's Jack Wilson's turn to see if he can fly the Jets to a contention for a season. It's always kind of sad to me, side note, that the worst teams get first pick. And so, like, the best players coming out of the draft have to join the worst teams yeah. and just burn out their first couple of years. Sometimes that happens. It's really you sad. Like it a- just eats through them. The, the, these teams just eat through them like a meat grinder. Yeah, that happens a lot. Um, you get people like Baker Mayfield that are excited to go to a team and turn it around. He says stuff like Cleveland's a football city, stuff like that. Um, you get people like Johnny Manziel. Uh, but, yeah, that is that is what happens a lot of the time. Uh, that's what happened with Sam Darnold. You know, he didn't get enough. He didn't get enough support. I think that's the real issue, and not because he sucks. He didn't get... By support, you mean, of course, Colin... You know, the, for whatever night. reason, the Jets had this thing where they wouldn't allow Colin Kaepernick to be in the locker room with Sam Darnold and hold him at all times. Wait, wait, when was Colin Kaepernick? Not, not Colin Kaepernick, Jets? I meant Colin Coward. McClain. Sorry, sorry. Colin Kaepernick only ever played for one NFL team and then was kicked out of the league because he's really bad at football. Alright. No, McLean was kicked out of the league because he, he sacrificed everything. Actually, no, it was more because Number of the fact 28. that he kept throwing interceptions and losing football games, and he was causing distractions. Hey, Gage, what's up? Hey, what? Oh, what? No, he's back what? in. Yeah, here he comes. Get, get him over. Get, wait. No, give give Jake a cup date. It's the Gage. There are no cup dates to be. Gage, what are your thoughts? Gage, first of all, I can't hear you. Second of all, what are your thoughts on the man named Teddy Bridgewater, who's number 29 in this Teddy article? Teddy game? Uh, he's pretty mediocre quarterback who can't push the ball down the field. Can't push the ball down the field. Thank you for your thoughts on Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. He's one of those quarterbacks where I feel like I have permanently heard his name and could not tell you a single thing about the man. Teddy Bridgewater had one decent season in Minnesota. And then, for whatever reason, um, untouched in practice, tore his leg almost all the way off while taking the snap. And uh, he's been mediocre ever since. Teddy ball game, I call. Number 27 is Sam Darnold, who's apparently, this is news to me, Carolina Panthers. I'm ranking, I'm ranking Mac Jones over Sam Darnold. I don't care. Sam Darnold, 
was a highly uh, valued prospect coming out of USC. Yeah, so is Josh Rosen. Well, by Jake Carl, knows all about Sam Darnold. He's watched enough Colin Cowherd clips. Do you know he's a? I don't know if you heard this. Colin and I are tight. Sam Darnold's big. Feet, trunky, big. Uh, he's he grew up on the beach in California. Have I mentioned yet how trunky he is? But guys, no. I think the most important point, the most important point, is that this is a trunky boy. <laughs> I've been described as something of he's a trunky, trunky lad myself. <laughs> you know, uh, Sam Darnold. You know, I think reminds me of that Shakira song. You know, it's the Tell me who this number 26 for the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, is. Because that's a, another person I could not tell you a single thing about. So the Oklahoma Sooners did this weird thing where they where they put out like three NFL draft prospect quarterbacks in a row every single year. They had Baker Mayfield, then Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield won the Heisman, went number one overall. Kyler Murray, didn't he win the Heisman? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kyler Murray won the Heisman, then went number one overall to the Cardinals and replaced Josh Rose in R.I.P. And then Jalen Hurts played okay at Oklahoma and went high in the draft to Second the round. Eagles uh, and replaced Carson Wentz, who not only gets injured a lot, but plays mediocre football at best. Um, well, actually, he plays really good football. He played one good season and then and played like crap for the rest of his career. Half of his rookie season was good. His MVP-like season. Crazy how he's no longer on the Eagles. The anyway, Eagles Jalen Hurts is... Uh, Last year was his rookie season, and uh, I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Eagles football, but they played all right, uh, I guess. He played good enough to beat out Carson Wentz. Gage is, really? Gage is skeptical of Jalen Hurts and appears to be leaving. Um, Gage is a Jalen Hurts denier. Wow. 3,500 yards and 30 touchdowns today. All right, but you need yourself a quarterback who can win football Tom Brady games. didn't do it. And Jalen Hurts, just not that guy. That's why I'm putting all my eggs in the Gardner Minshew basket, and I think Gardner Minshew is going to take over the. Speaking of just not job. that guy, it appears Gage. It appears Gage just can't Gage commit was to not a that podcast. Westbrook's He'll guy. drop in on the podcast. No, he's not the Westbrook's guy. He'll drop in on the podcast for two minutes. And hey, he'll you leave. can't trust these these kids, these new kids coming on to Westbrook's these days. You you want yourself someone kind of like McLean, someone who's big, trunky. You know, even though he grew up on the coast in Oregon, he's got that Idaho vibe. Yeah, yeah Midwest. Yeah. Number 25 for the Dolphins. I thought their guy was uh, the beard guy, Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick, but apparently it's this guy whose name I could swear Tua you made Daglia it up. Viola. I could swear this is a completely made-up name. Tua. Tua Tagle Viola. Tua was the quarterback at Alabama before Mac Jones took over uh, for a season. Uh, he'd been a draft prospect for a season or two. He got injured at Alabama, so his draft tank, his draft stock kind of tanked a bit. But eventually the Dolphins sucked enough to where they could draft him. And uh, Brian Fitzpatrick, it's weird because two was their guy, but he's really not their guy. Uh, they drafted him. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a journeyman quarterback who goes from team to team um, and plays spectacularly one week and horribly the next. But um, they started Fitzpatrick most of the year last year, uh, with the highlight being a miracle pass he threw while getting his helmet tore off against the Raiders to put them in field goal position to win the game. Uh, Fitz miracle. But um, Tua was like on the bench for most of that season, and so they they get rid of Fitzpatrick. He goes to Washington. They decide Tua's the guy, but now apparently they're also trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. So. Um, 
why? I'm not sure why, but apparently nobody likes Tua. I don't understand why necessarily. I don't have much of an opinion on him. Maybe they just can't pronounce it. It might just be a matter of pronouncing it. his name. It's probably it. They want to go for something They don't want to have to get up in front of the press every week. You know? and every week they have to get up in front of the press. And our quarterback, do a T. He's our quarterback, do a T. So we'll, we'll see if, one, the Dolphins trust him enough, and two, if he plays well this season, I guess. Number 24 for the Giants. Another man who I can swear you just made Daniel him up on Jones. the spot. Daniel, Daniel Jones. Dimes, baby. Now, Daniel Jones is interesting Dimes. because the Giants did this thing where Eli Manning retired, <laughs> and so, like, the season or two before Eli retired, they drafted his clone, uh, Daniel Jones is the same thing as Eli Manning in every way, shape, and form. And everyone laughed at them. Ah. Everyone laughed at the Giants for drafting Danny Dimes. Uh, then he played one good preseason game. And the Giants were like, well, look, we got our guy. Uh, then he played mediocre to average for a couple seasons. The highlight of which came in a game against the Eagles last season. Where he was, it was a quarterback run play. I think it was a bootleg. So he... he they were on like their own 20-yard line. So Daniel Jones is streaking down the field. No one's around him. No one's going to catch him. He's wide in the clear, and he trips. He trips himself like Joe Biden going up the stairs, and, and he tackles himself. And that's what he's known for these days. Interesting. Number 23, another man I know nothing about for the Colts. It's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is the guy that played in... In Philadelphia. Now, let me tell you the story of Carson Wentz real quick, nutshell version. Carson Wentz played for the North Dakota State Bison, who play in the FCS, the lower tier of college football, but also win national championships almost every year. They have like a five or six year winning streak of national championships. So Carson Wentz was drafted by the Eagles, played spectacularly, lights out football his rookie year, uh, got hurt. Uh, Nick well, I guess it might have been his second year where he got hurt. Nick Foles came in, led the Eagles to a Super Bowl win. The Eagles get rid of Nick Foles and trade him away. And then Carson Wentz uh, gets constantly injured and throws lots of interceptions and doesn't play that well until they le- let him go to the Colts. The first thing he does on the Colts, like day one of training camp, he le- injures his leg. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. So he's, uh, he's the next Cam Newton. Did he, by chance, watch the documentary The Game uh, No, No confirmation on that. That's why Cam Newton went vegan and why he never been the same since. Okay. Poor man. Poor man. Number 22 for the Jags. Trevor Lawrence, the guy from Clemson that has been the top quarterback prospect for the NFL for a while now. And I think it was always destined to go to the Jaguars because the Jaguars are bad. Um, also, sadly... I'm making a prediction right now, McLean. Prediction. I know nothing about Trevor, but something about this man's giving me the vibe of bust. Okay, bold bold decision. Bold uh, declaration, I should say. I know. Now, I have I nothing against the Jaguars personally or Urban Meyer or Trevor Lawrence, but it just doesn't feel right wanting them to do well after they got rid of two of my guys, Tim Tebow. And Gardner Minshew. Look, 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Whenever somebody's, it says here he's the highest rated rookie on the list, uh, one of the most hyped QB prospects in recent memory. For some reason, whenever I hear that, I just, I think Cam Newton. Yeah. I think RG3. I think it's just a whole host of people like, oh, he's the next greatest of all time. He's the next huge player. He's the new face of the NFL. And then like two years later, yeah, he's like a backup on uh, (laughs) that. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's something I, I think about sometimes. Is like, when was the last like top-rated number one overall draft pick that actually did well in the NFL? Yeah. Number 21. Now, this is a man that I like only because of his name. I just like the man's name for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. That's a name you can yell. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, Bill Belichick's ex-quarterback of the future. Um, he was ah. drafted out of a small Garoppolo. little eastern Illinois school uh, <laughs> by the Patriots. Uh, played well when Tom Brady was suspended, but also... Gets injured a lot, and uh, Tom Brady didn't like the fact that Bill Belichick had his replacement on the team, so they traded away Jimmy uh, to the Niners, where he played well, but got injured a lot. Um, the one season where he stayed somewhat healthy, they went to the Super Bowl. Even though Jimmy Garoppolo only threw like eight passes in the NFC Championship game against the Packers, um, they they get a ten point lead in the Super Bowl. Uh, they lose that 10-point lead in the Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes gets a ring. And then, basically, the entire 49ers team got hurt last season, and they didn't go anywhere. So, the 49ers wow. drafted Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. So, it'll be interesting to see if Jimmy Garoppolo can stay healthy enough to even get the chance to compete for his starting job. Number 20 for the Lions, a name I vaguely recognize, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is very bad at football. I will say that. Um, Coach Sean McVay for the LA Rams came in, and he implemented a fancy, very technical, very professional, very polished system, which led the Rams to a Super Bowl appearance in which Tom Brady beat them 13-3. That's right, the top-scoring offense in the NFL scored three points against the Patriots in that Super Bowl in what everyone declared to be the most boring Super Bowl, but I did not care as my guy Tom won his sixth ring that day. Um, Then Sean McVay remembered, oh yeah, Jared Goff's bad at football, and after another mediocre season or two, traded him to the Lions and got Matthew Stafford, who is good at football, but was on the Lions for ten years, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see if Matthew Stafford for the Lions can be good, and if Jared Goff for the Lions, or Matthew Stafford for the Rams will be good, and if Jared Goff for the Lions will continue to be Jared Goff. His name sounds like Goof. Another player. I know. Number nineteen. For the Raiders, another player who fits into that category of, oh, I've heard his name forever. He's a permanent fixture in the NFL, and he will never do anything. Derek Carr. Uh, Derek Carr's... Oh, how old is Derek Carr? Let me oh. see. Oh, he was drafted in the 2014 well, like draft out of Fresno State. I'm to hear his name forever. All right, so he's been in the league for seven or eight years now, and he's played on the Raiders, so you kind of have to give him, give him some credibility or at least some benefit of the doubt. Why is he number 19 above That's a great Mac question, Jones and I could not tell you that. And everyone um, else I don't... Derek Carr's never been that good, but also he's played for the Raiders, so it's hard to really fault him. Um, I have number not... I have not a single opinion Winston on... For the I have Saints. not a single opinion on, James, on uh, Derek Carr. They ranked James Winston number 18, did they? Yes, they did. The man who stole crab legs. Crazy. 
He said the, the article says it's hard not to be excited for what Winston might do. Uh, I I will say he's got a gunslinger mentality, and though he might throw some picks, he's going to make thirty. Plays. He'll throw thirty. I'm very excited to see the James Winston era down south in Nolens. I have it out. I've had it out for the Saints ever since they did that. That. Dirty, dirty, dirty. They did, they did breath Bob dirty did in the playoff game. And I've disliked him ever since. Tom Brady deflates football. Intensely disliked <laughs> him ever since. Raiders do Bounty Gate, where they literally paid players to hurt other players. Crazy, man. Saints, probably, not Raiders. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at uh, the Raiders page here. Number 17 on the list, he's way too far up because I am predicting an implosion. That, look, here's the thing about the Steelers. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Here's the thing about the Steelers. Um, I've always hated the Steelers, and I cannot explain 100%. why. It's not the same hate I have for the Seahawks. I just like the Seahawks as a concept. I don't like the name. I don't like the logo. The Steelers, there's something about them that runs deep. It's like I feel like there's something rotten underneath the Steelers. I 1,000% like agree with you. I think they're there. an ugly team in general. Their, their logo, their... Uh, team colors, their uniforms, all of it is ugly and I hate the Steelers and the only reason I can think that I hate them is the fact that they beat the Cardinals who we were rooting for in the Super Bowl um, but I that might be why I, I think that's where it started a lot of my hatred for random NFL teams look, a lot of my hatred for random NFL teams come out of games as a yeah. child where I rooted against them and then them of course I did won. get to see Tom Brady <laughs> punk on them quite a few times in the past couple seasons, so there is that um but yeah, I don't know, man. Look, McLean, but according to this article, look, the crazy thing about Ben Roethlisberger's season last year, if you looked at his stats, you wouldn't know that the Steelers collapsed. Uh-huh. Okay. They're still good. I think the only stat you have to look I, at I is 11-0 and then 0-5 or whatever it was. Very funny. Look, I want to see the wheels fall off the Steelers' bus Again? this year. That's all I want. I, ben Roethlisberger's not good. Again. Uh, Gage and I worked with a guy at Fred Meyer. Uh, cool guy. He was a Steelers fan. And I asked him, so you think Ben Roethlisberger is going to retire or not? And he's like, God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's another name, McLean. And I know he went to a Super Bowl, but that was like once. But that's another name where it's like, oh, he's been in the league forever. He will be here forever and he will Check never do anything. Check out how you anything. know Ben Roethlisberger has been to the Super Bowl, Bowl three times and has won two rings. And yet, and yet, somehow he doesn't register Fair. in my mind. Um, I don't like him. Uh, he's a bit of an egomaniac, from what I've heard, as you'll as you recall from the, also, he's a terrible from the story of the killer bees. And out. there was that one thing he did. What was that again? Oh yeah, he might have raped a woman. <laughs> Speaking of which, Pat McAfee has Aaron Rodgers on the yeah. show every week. Yeah. And at now. Nope, and he seems convinced that Aaron Rodgers is a jerk, but when I listen to him talk, and it's like, no, he could be talking about how he volunteers in an orphanage, and he still sounds like a jerk. Aaron Rodgers is a jerk, 100%, and I don't like him, but... He do throw uh, football Number 16 for the Washington football... <laughs> but he throw football good. For the Washington football team, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I must say, I don't think I've ever seen somebody put a football helmet on over a full beard, and it's a strange yeah, sight. Yeah, he's got like a full beard and like an afro thing going on almost. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is beloved I, by all, if I'm being honest. Mostly because he's been on almost every team in the league. But, um, 
He's probably one of the greatest journeyman quarterbacks of all time. But he has a reputation for okay. performing the exact opposite of how you expect him to. When he was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a couple seasons ago, when Jameis was suspended for a couple games, he threw like back-to-back 500-yard games to start the season, and then played absolutely horribly after that. Interesting. Number 15 for the Bengals, another man I know nothing about, Joe Burrow. Joey Burrow. That's because Joe Burrow had one miracle season at LSU where it was like, not miracle, but it was historically one of the best quarterback seasons of all time. And it was kind of a one-year wonder because he really only had one year there. But he went on and went to win the Heisman in the national championship. Um, there's some famous pictures and video of him smoking a cigar. The whole team smoking cigars after the victory in the locker room, which I figured you'd enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Respect. Uh, but unfortunately for Joe Burrow, a great tragedy befell him when the NFL draft came around, and as every single person expected, the Bengals drafted him. Um, so he got mutilated uh, in his rookie year last season. He tore his ACL after the Bengals O-line invited the other team to beat up their quarterback <laughs> enough times. Um and so everyone thought, oh, now the Bengals are going to draft some offensive linemen for Joe to protect him as he heals from his ACL injury. They didn't. They drafted Jamar Chase, who played for the, the LSU Tigers with Joe. Uh, which, I mean, I'm sure Joe Burrow was happy about to have his old teammate playing with him, but also was very sad to know that he was going to die. I saw some... I saw Number some... Uh, I saw a funny meme Kurt. Uh, when the... Bengals announced their new uniforms for this season. Uh, they're like, don't worry, Joe, we got you a new line of clothing. <laughs> Check out these bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Number 14 for the Vikings, Kirk Cousins. Now, I looked at the logo of this website, and I thought, eh, this could be a fairly liberal website politically, so I'm going to make a couple of assumptions about what I'll see in this entry for Kirk Cousins. Scroll down to the last paragraph. Uh, it says here, uh, the excuses not to carry the Vikings on a, on, on a more sustained run of success are gone for the anti-vaxxer who will continue to be a distraction and put his team at a distinct disadvantage every week this season while he refuses to get a shot. Kirk Cousins is a bad leader because he's a distraction for not wanting to get the vax. Why did they kick out Colin Kaepernick from the league? I don't watch football, but I know he was very good. Racism, McLean. Number 13 for the Falcons. Another man whose name is... Oh, he will be in the league forever. I will never not hear about him as a quarterback, but he will never do anything. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is a good quarterback, a solid quarterback. Unfortunately, he does play for the Falcons. He won the MVP in 2017, and they, uh, he won the Super Bowl when the Falcons beat the Patriots 28-3. 28-3. to You don't need to make a joke. Just gotta just say him. Just say, say the line. I, I like it. This is a... I don't think people... I mean, people goof on uh, the number Falcons, 12. I don't think people acknowledge the fact that Tom Brady's done like a billion things in his career, and one of them just so happened to be the greatest Super Bowl comeback of all time. It's, I don't think people talk about that enough. 
28-3. Number 12, Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, one of the most polarizing players in the I mean, NFL, apparently. Statement, but okay. Baker well, hasn't really proven himself yet as, like, one of the NFL's elite. I mean, he's the best Browns quarterback they've had in ever, uh, and since Otto Graham, but technically that was with a different team. But he's definitely the best Browns quarterback since the new Browns. Um, so I'd, I'd like to see him take a step and for the Browns to become legitimate contenders this season. And I think with o Odell Beckham coming back healthy and with Jarvis Landry, I think they got a pretty solid team up there in Cleveland. And the dog pound. Oh, oh. Number... I, 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 there are three... There are three teams I actively want to win games this year. That is the Bucks, the Pats, and the Browns. Yeah. Same. Any other reason I would watch a football game would be because I want to see them lose and implode. <laughs> Which is I, I'd just like to make a prediction. I'm assuming win. this anyway. list is going to have Patrick Mahomes at number one and Aaron Rodgers at number two. And then Tom Brady ranked uh, criminally low. But go ahead. Bold prediction. I haven't looked yet, so I don't know. Number 11 for the Rams, Matt Stafford. That's a little high for Matt Stafford, but... Another name where it's like he's been in the league forever, he will That's... never do anything. Even if you think he's a good quarterback and he's not with the Lions anymore, he's spent too long with the Lions. He's not going to do anything. The story's not there. He's spent too long well, doing nothing. Well, he's one of the, the few Lions, uh, one of the few players the Lions had that were good and didn't just immediately retire in the middle of their career. <laughs> um... Because Calvin Johnson did it, Barry Sanders did it. No, but I think it'll be interesting to see how Matt Stafford, a competent no, but, quarterback, no, but, no, plays in Jer in uh, Sean McVay's system instead of Jared Goff, uh, uh, Sam Darnold, but worse. Number ten, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. No, not about Kyler Murray, about the Cardinals. I always assumed the Cardinals were one of those expansion teams that were added in like the '60s or '70s, uh, just because they're called the, the team in Arizona. But then I learned that they were originally in Chicago, and like, oh, Chicago card. That sounds old enough. Then I learned they were like they're the they're oldest in the from NFL the team. 1800s. Like, come yeah. on. I, interesting. The, the Arizona note, Cardinals. I, it's weird. It's really weird to me that the St. Louis Cardinals were both a football team and a baseball team at the same time. That's crazy. There's a lot of that going on. I think there was a uh, there was a Dodgers football team. There was a I think New York wanted they, they wanted to be the New York Yankees mm. football team, but then the baseball team got mad so they had to be yeah, the Giants. Um side note, what the H is Kyler Murray doing ranked at number 10 in this list? Uh, I don't know. All I know about him is he's the villain in the short Also, he's story. very Josh short. Rosen. Those are two things you should know about Kyler Murray. He took Josh Rosen's job, and he's very, very ah. short. Yes. Kyler <laughs> Thank you. You get it. Um, I don't think he should be ranked number 10. He, has, he hasn't really proven himself too much. I mean, I guess he did have that Hail Mary pass, but other than that, the Hail Mary, I should say. Continue. Alright, I'll write that down. Kyler Murray is short. Number nine for the Titans. It's not Marcus. Marcus is Marcus long McClain? gone. What happened to my Marcus, beloved? Uh, Mariota. See, Marcus! Marcus played a few seasons. Don't the tell Titans. me. Don't tell me a duck quarterback turned out to Marcus be a Marcus Mariota played a few seasons for the I Titans before the Titans that. did this thing where they didn't want a bad quarterback. Uh, so instead, they... <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah. Uh, so they got uh, Ryan Tannehill, who 
played very mediocre football for the Dolphins. You're implying a lot of disparaging things about my man Marcus hey, right now. I don't uh, like He it. did lead the Titans to the playoffs a, a while ago. Um, but Brian Tannehill played very, very mediocre football for the Dolphins for a long time before experiencing a career resurgence in Tennessee. Mostly because he can just hand the ball off to Derrick Henry, but also because now he apparently is, is capable at his job. So good for him. Interesting. Number eight for Baltimore Ravens. Another name you could have just made up yesterday and added to this list, and I believe you. Running Lamar back. Lamar Jackson. Running back. He's a running back. See, the joke is Lamar Jackson okay. is a running quarterback, so people just call him a running back. He's okay. He's, uh, I've never liked quarterbacks who are like, oh, I'm more of a mobile quarterback, and they just never throw the ball. Who I, I feel like was was uh, Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb. Yeah, well, that's exactly what people say about Lamar Jackson. It's become a Speaking bit of a Speaking of which, those are some names well, I have Lamar won the MVP. Some names I haven't thought of in a long time. You always forget the quarterbacks that weren't good, but at the time, everyone else loved them, and we were making fun of them, and then they just fade away. So I was thinking about that the other day. People like Vince Young, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, um, uh, Jamarcus Russell. He was probably one of the worst ones. Everyone acknowledges Jamarcus Russell is perhaps the one of the worst NFL quarterbacks of all time, perhaps the biggest bust. There's yeah, now there's the story that goes around now. that the Raiders coaches were suspicious that they didn't that Jamarcus wasn't watching tape, so they gave him blank tapes and told him to go home and watch them. And he came back to training camp the next day and said he watched them. He was watching the blitzes. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy! And uh, didn't they fire him after like he showed up? He showed up to. Um, Cam, like, 250 pounds. That might be him. <laughs> he just but got But he's, fat. like, infamously... Like, that was, like, the like last straw. Like, busts of all time. He's like, man, as soon as I get signed to an NFL team, I'm set. I don't have to do basically, anything. Basically. <laughs> Number seven. Okay, look. For the charges, it's my boy, Herb! And honestly, it's... I, I have nothing against the man. I'm sure he's a great kid. I'm sure he's a good football player. You're from the University of Oregon, buddy. I'm rooting against Same. you all the way. But also, I'm a businessman I, I don't doing business. I don't Justin Herbert to have long-term success, and I certainly would not rank him as the number seven quarterback in the league right now. Apparently, he had a fantastic rookie year. I'm expecting him to do what all Ducks quarterbacks do, and flame out in the NFL. It's, that's what the Ducks produce. I can't... To, to I, bet I against history at this point would just be foolish. Yeah. Herbert, apparently, according to this guy, he has all the skills to be an elite quarterback. Uh, he will only get better, and the sky's the limit for Justin Herbert. They probably got Josh Allen ranked somewhere in the top five. Number six! Number six, and I don't... Uh, okay, a man who's... The only thing I know about this man is another guy's constantly injured, but for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. Who's ranking Dak Prescott at number six in the NFL in the year of our Lord 2021? Come on, man. Uh, Complex.com. He did have a play. gruesome injury last at the... Jerry Jones gave season. him $160 it's million. It's insane, dollars. because... We should talk about quick aside. Dak 
Prescott was negotiating his long-term contract, his, his agents and all that, Dak Prescott suffers a horrific ankle injury, is out for almost the entire season, and then gets paid a huge deal. I don't understand that. I think if Dak hadn't gotten hurt and had actually played last season, the Cowboys would have missed the playoffs like they did, and Dak would not have made all that money. <laughs> I don't think Dak would be the Cowboys quarterback. A few points about the Cowboys. Number one, on the subject of branding. Uh, there were two separate football teams in the NFL before the Dallas Cowboys who were called uh, the Houston, no, not Houston, the Dallas Texans. And both of them have far superior branding, far superior uniforms, far superior everything. Well, the Texans, Dallas Cowboys. The Texans, the Houston of course, Texans. played three seasons and then moved to Kansas City to become the Chiefs. And became the Chiefs, yeah. But my point is, they do have a brand of team called the Dallas Texans. Swap Texans, Texans for Cowboys or... Okay, look, Houston Texans, I think they also have terrible branding. Not the point. Better than the Cowboys. Talk about the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys here. You're called the Cowboys. You're, you're called the Cowboys. Why is this your color scheme? Why is that your logo? You, you're you boring. Don't even, I look at like, you and I want to fall asleep. If you go into franchise mode in Madden, they have better logos than the Cowboys star. I, for me, it's mostly the color scheme. It makes me want to it, fall asleep. I, I have I have a bunch of old football games uh, taped from like Thanksgiving's Mueller, and like turn on the Cowboys in the '90s when they were good. They got like Troy. They got they got superstars on the team. Turn on the Cowboys game. I want to fall asleep. It's those uniforms, man, and that that just something about Big it. Sunday night football. I don't care about this game, and I have to go to school tomorrow. Vibes. Exactly. Second point. Jerry Jones, the Phil Knight of uh, the NFL, a uh, rich man who's just going to buy a football team and then, you know, tweak it how he, he get way too involved yeah. in it because he's he's a rich guy from Texas. Um, something about that bothers me a little bit, I guess, the fact that he's got his fingers in it so deep. Well, if it makes him feel any better, I guess he can do whatever everybody he wants. else hates the Cowboys too, and the Cowboys haven't been good in decades, so... It's very funny to point and laugh. Why do they get to call themselves? Why do they get to no call themselves first, America's and team? And that's really the only excuse I can give you. The Patriots should have been America's team. They won the Super Bowl after 9/11. We are all Patriots. They're called the Patriots. Come on, man. They have way better bread than the rest of those doors. <laughs> anyway, Bro, Jerry Jones uh, got inducted McClay. into the NFL Actually, Hall this of Fame a couple years ago. And I, for the life of me, I don't know why, other than he makes lots of money. Uh, he hasn't really done anything for the NFL or the sport in general. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. Jerry Jones is really thing. good at hype. No, I'm not good. Jerry Jones hypes you can the Cowboys. There's not much so to hype. Like, I I read that I read somewhere that they make the most out of any franchise. They're the most valuable. They do, franchise. and my why? only explanation for that is money laundering. Or. Lots of uh, people in Texas buy into the Cowboys for whatever reason. The large Hispanic communities down in uh, down in that area. I don't know. This lends credence to your statement, by the way, McLean. We were kids. You were adamant. You could not believe. Uh, you must have been like five or six. And I was trying to explain to you that the Denver Broncos. You thought, cause you, well, you couldn't read it at the time, so like. When, when we were watching the football game and the Broncos were on screen, like, you thought they were the Dallas Cowboys. 
He's like, if you got a horse on their helmet, Again, they have to I be the cowboys. I don't remember like, no, this. They're the ones with the star. You're like, no, why would they I be the cowboys? I don't remember this, but I do stand by it. I remember this. I do clearly. stand by you it. Were... You drew a line in the sand. If there's a horse on the helmet, it's got to be the cowboys. I mean, the Colts have a better logo. The, the Broncos have a better logo. I mean, every team in the NFL has a better logo than the Cowboys. But if you go to, like, best logos in the NFL list, the Cowboys will be up in the top ten. Giants the Giants are pretty, are pretty bad, bad I'll be honest. Uh, let's... Number six for the Buffalo Bills. This is a man that everybody loves, and I don't know why, because I know nothing about him. And the Bills were another team that's like, oh, Josh it's a team Allen, I will forget they exist if, you, if I haven't heard about them. Josh Allen. And apparently he's making the most money in the NFL Yeah, right now. Josh Allen's making money because he led the Bills to the AFC Championship game and a AFC East Division win. Josh Allen came out of Wyoming, University of Wyoming Cowboys, go Pokes, uh, touted as a top quarterback prospect, got drafted by the Bills, played pretty decent. He's kind of like a, a multi-threat quarterback. Uh, he runs, he's mobile. Um, but then Tom Brady left the AFC East, and it was wide open for the taking. So he kind of balled out when they got Stephon Diggs. And now he looks like he's going to be the best Bills quarterback since Jim Kelly. So, And I could not tell you a single Bills quarterback. There you go. So there you go. Uh, and now the Bills are Super Bowl contenders. So <laughs> Number four, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Let's Buccaneers. Go. Number, number four. Article says, can you believe that Tom Brady is still on this list? Not only that, but he's still he's in the top so five. Low. He it doesn't be, make sense. Everyone hates on Tom Brady, and it's gotten to the point where they're like, well, yeah, Tom Brady's he's the greatest quarterback, but he's not the best quarterback in the league anymore. Uh, actually, there's like a bunch of... Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is better. McLean, if I brought... If I brought this number three quarterback to you and told you I ranked him above Tom no, Brady, don't say anything he'd probably yet. Probably punch me in the uh, face. Russell Wilson, I was Seattle say, Seahawks. Don't say anything because for the life of me, I couldn't imagine a quarterback in the top five that they hadn't already said, and I can't for the. Uh, why? Don't get me wrong, Russell Wilson's. Russell Wilson feels like another Cam Newton who somehow got lucky and won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Well, if you'll recall, that was the Super Bowl where the first snap flew over Peyton Manning's head, and then the Seahawks proceeded to score like 30 or 40 that's points. That's right. Or... Okay, yeah, that's all coming yeah, back to I me don't now. know where they get off ranking Russell Wilson above Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who at 43 years old threw 40 touchdowns last season, the second most in his career. Here's what I can tell you, McLean. Here's what I can tell you. I This is another prediction. The Seahawks will never... Go to a Super Bowl hmm. again. Bold. I know. I know. I might look silly in 25 years when they do it, but they are never Bold. going back to the Super Bowl. It's the Seahawks. <laughs> I'm just saying. Number two, Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Karen Rodgers, sorry. Karen Rodgers, of course. I don't care how what he says in his interviews on the Pat McAfee show. I think when this season's over, he's out of Green Bay. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because Aaron Rodgers said this was... Basically said this is his last season in Green Bay. Because, you know, Karen, he's whining that the management won't do what he wants them to. 
Even though, to my knowledge, they've done everything he wants them to. Um, but yeah, I, frankly, I'm very excited to see Aaron Rodgers leave. There was some talk that he was going to be the new Jeopardy host for a while. Um, but it looks like he's going to play football still. Where at? I can tell you. Number one, I want this man... I've never seen this man play. I've never watched a game of this man's. I want him gone. I want him out of the league. I never want to have to hear about him again. Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs. There's, I don't, there's just something about him. I don't like him. And I want people to stop talking about him. And I never want to have to hear about him again. I think initially the name, first of all, Mahomes. That rubbed me the wrong way initially. And then the more I hear people, I, I know nothing about the man. I've never seen him play. The more I hear people talk about him, the more I dislike him. He's so good. He's so good. He's, oh, oh, he's so good. I got to get him on my fantasy team. Oh, he's so well, good. Well, Aslan has him on their fantasy Kill team. Me. I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think if you had actually like seen him come out and start playing, you'd understand a little bit more. Nope. I'm no, aware. it's too late to play. It's too late. However, I, no, it's too late. You're not going to sell me on um, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, okay. But I don't think Patrick Mahomes is a talented quarterback, but like, eh, I don't really care for him any particular way. Uh, something people, McLean, you sorry. mentioned his name something and I swooned people, a little uh, bit. Really, we're all up about was the fact that, uh, I don't know if it was his rookie, I think it was his rookie year where he started doing this thing where he'd look somewhere else on the field and throw the ball to his receiver. He'd throw these no-look passes in games. Uh, there was this very funny clip where he tried to throw a no-look pass and just threw it wildly out of bounds instead of hitting his, uh, what the heck? This? Okay. I'm, I'm beyond mad. What? This FoxSports.com article ranked the old Patriots logo, the second best logo in NFL history, and the modern day Patriots logo, the worst logo in NFL history. I mean, I don't necessarily like the new Patriots logo. What did they say was they the best? They said the best logo in NFL history was the Oilers logo. Which, I mean... I, I wouldn't... I don't know if it's... That. That, that's just 100%. nostalgia speaking, probably. I like it. Well, this is a, a weird list from NBC Sports about the best NFL logos, the 10 best. Uh, number 10, Detroit Lions has the 10th best NFL logo. Funny number nine, bad. the Titans. No. I'm sorry, no. The Tennessee logo Something about this logo feels off. But it's even not, still, it's just the letter T. It's one of the it's better. It's the letter T. I number eight. It's the bad. Panthers. Why? Number seven, the Don't Saints. Which make it okay? It's just it's it's all of names out of the Broncos. Oh uh, yeah, you just randomly it gets pull more names random. out of Number five, the Bills. Okay, the Bills got a pretty okay logo. I do not Harsh. like the Bills logo. Why did they make the Buffalo fast? Why did they do that? Why didn't they just leave the Buffalo play alone? faster? Why Jake? does every team have to do this now? Why does every logo have to be aerodynamic? Number four, I hate the it. Philadelphia Eagles logo. 
What? No. Yeah. Number three, the Atlanta Falcons oh. logo. No. <laughs> Pull the names See if you out can of guess number two. Uh, the Texans. I don't know. I don't mind the Texans. No. Uh, McLean, yes. I'll admit, McLean, McLean, look, hey, I, I think the Raiders need a different color scheme. I don't know what it would be, but gray and black is bad. I think they have one of the best logos. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say okay. It's just a guy with an old school football. Now, this list iPad. here for NBC Sports On is the that shield. the number one best logo in the NFL is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They kind of refreshed. Yeah. I mean, they completely redesigned their uniforms because for the James Winston era, they had the worst uniforms in the NFL. So when Tom Brady came, they redesigned the uniforms and kind of updated the logo just a bit. So it's it's some pretty solid branding. And I honestly don't think some of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers stuff uh, is that different from like the Patriots logos and whatnot. All right, well, McLean, you told me earlier you had some hot takes. Well, you on can this really type Brady. in Tom Brady to Google at any point and scroll through, and you can find some of the worst writing of all time. But I, I took the liberty of writing in Tom Brady is the worst, as of course you do with every West Bros. And among the many, many, many results that came up was this article from The Mary Sue from earlier this year, on February 5th, 2021, just mere moments hours before Tom Brady was slated to play in his 10th Super Bowl and win his 7th ring. Now, McLean. McLean. Pause. I, I will differentiate. Now, when I want to hear Tom Brady hot takes, I want to hear hot takes that... I want to hear people who hate Tom Brady with the heat of a thousand suns for no actual discernible reason. They just have a hatred oh, okay. and they can't explain it. Uh, the think pieces on why he's actually a symbol of white supremacy... Those, they're dumb, but they're not funny because I, I, can, I could probably tell you what, it, what they exactly say. Oh, you don't want to hear pre-Super Bowl reminder, Tom Brady's the height of white privilege at Colin Kaepernick is blacklisted for taking a stand. I, I can tell you exactly what this article says, McLean. It, there will be nothing new here. Just because you think sports transcends race... Um, Sorry the rain on your parade. There's Tom Brady's I, friendship yeah, and support of Donald Trump. A black athlete would be completely annihilated in the public area if he supported a sexist, racist, homophobic, and ableist man. <laughs> but because Tom Brady is white, he's afforded the benefit of the doubt. Naga hat. Others like him don't deserve our praise or benefit of the doubt. They deserve to be held the same as standards. Okay, let's see. Actually... Yeah, this is you, you're I gonna found find a really good article about article. a really good hate article about Tom Brady from Deadspin, but it was a few years ago. Um, is Deadspin still in business? It can't be. It's it is. Oh, this seems like one of those things. That that be that's that's news to me. Seems like one of those places that probably went out of business like 2018. <laughs> oh, dead. Oh, this is from Rob Parker. <laughs> oh, 
wow. Tom Brady's son is a ball boy for the Bucks, and no, that's not great. NFL nepotism is what keeps coaching and front office jobs white. Tom Brady's son, Jack, had a brief stint this summer as the Buccaneers ball boy. Because, you know, his dad's on the team. This is what keeps NFL front offices white, Jake. Tom Brady's from Rob Parker... We need more black From ball Parker, boys in the NFL. Uh, RG3 is a cornball brother himself. Uh, Tom Brady's son getting a job as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers ball boy is what's wrong with the NFL. Nepotism runs wild. It's the main reason so many black people, black capitalized, can't get jobs when their playing careers are over in the league. Laugh if you will. It's both sad and wrong. Too often, white owners... Coaches and front office people hire and promote family members. Despite making up nearly 75% of the league on the field, black players are usually shut out from sneaking in through the coaching back door. I can't believe he's complaining about black people apparently being marginalized in the NFL when he just said that they make up 75% of the league. Not so for their white counterparts. There have been a ton of father-son acts in the NFL. White dads hire their sons as coaches and put them in position to eventually get a head coaching job down the line. Can you imagine a black person who didn't even play football in college but say golf of all sports getting an NFL head coaching gig? Sound ludicrous? Ridiculous even? Well, that was Todd Haley's reality. Haley's dad was once... I don't think I care enough to actually read this. In the NFL, it's all about blood relatives. When Brady's kid becomes a coach, remember this moment. Honestly, Tom Brady's kid probably would be a pretty good coach, and I would hire him off the benefit of being Tom Brady's kid alone. I'm scrolling through an article about a man who's very angry that Tom Brady's like trying to get merchandising. Yeah. Oh, is that the Tom Terrific thing? He's really upset about branding. Okay, so a while back, so. uh, Tom Brady tried to copyright the slogan Tom Terrific. Uh, he said because he hated that and he didn't want people to call him that. Um, but people got upset because some baseball player from the 70s was called Tom Terrific for the Mets. I didn't really care. Um, but there was some talk about that. And then Tom Brady dropped the um, dropped the case. Oh, who would have guessed? Tom Brady remains the luckiest of all time, also by Rob Parker. <laughs> Rob Parker is... Uh, so this was moments... This was weeks before Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl ring with the, play- with the Buccaneers. Um, the false narrative will be ramped up. It will be all about Tom Brady, times ten, in fact. They... Brady's front-running minions will paint a picture of how he did it all by himself. How Brady, on the strength of 199 yards passing, is the sole reason the Buccaneers are heading to the NFC Championship game on Sunday. You will hear over and over that Brady is the GOAT. It'll be a drumbeat. That's for a reason. They're trying to convince you of something that just isn't true if you look at his career honestly. Sunday was another perfect example of why Brady, in reality, is the LOAT, the luckiest of all time. For sure, Brady has lived a charm life, almost like he made a deal with the devil. No player has gotten more breaks than Brady. Brady didn't beat the Saints on Sunday night in the divisional round of the playoffs. It was a gift-wrapped retirement present from Saints cornerback Drew Brees. <sighs> I just... 
I don't know if I can do much Rob Parker. McClain, okay. I want the NFL fan who's who's very angry that Brady beat his team or whatever, who who just I'm tired of seeing the same guy in the Super Bowl every year, and I I think the Super Bowl should be. Uh, you should randomly select the two worst teams and put them in the Super Bowl because that'll be more fun. <laughs> or whatever. Shouldn't be in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm, that, that's the kind of person I want to hear from here. Tom Brady should retire if the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but okay. Tom Brady shouldn't have won Super Bowl MVP. Says oh, the hate. I might have to join Facebook again to join the hate Ooh. Tom Brady club. Uh, ah. Facebook is a good place to go for that. But I get my spiciest takes from Twitter. That's where they cook them up right. Hey, nice and crispy. Mmm, boy. It's taking a while to load. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, here's a uh, video, an advertisement Tom Brady posted on his Twitter account to join like the new um, like cryptocurrency company he's a part of. Um, I think it's a little bit cringe. Just crypto in general. The commercial's fine. Uh, crypto in general is pretty cringe. Uh, anytime um, anyone gets into cryptocurrency, I'm mad. This man has a. Uh, has a needle in emoji in his uh, Twitter handle. So he says, uh, oh, what's this? The bio says, I'm one of the very first people to be vaccinated okay. in the Moderna I COVID know. trials. I did it to save lives and get back to normal. Let's do this. Hashtag resist. What are you resisting? Trump's out of office. And then he says, for one second, I thought it might be a let's save the world and get vaccinated commercial. And then I, and then I knew better and waited to find out it's a crypto grift. What's wrong with this, dude? Huh? Okay, well, that aside, um, this website is called TheBadGambler.com. Win a real and, wing, uh, Shady. Rogers owns you. I don't know if you. supposed to be a joke or not. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> but this this, this article is titled, 55 re- I should admit, this uh, came out before the Super Bowl. 55 reasons I hate Tom Brady, so I'm taking the Chiefs money line. I thought about why the Chiefs lost by 22 points. I thought about writing a 4,000 word story analyzing both teams, but what I really have to add to the massive amount of Super Bowl coverage is a list of reasons why I hate Tom Brady. So the winner of Super Bowl LV, that's 55 for anyone who didn't take Roman numerals in high school, it takes like two seconds to figure out Roman numerals. Here are the 55 reasons I hate Tom Brady, which most succinctly explain why I'm taking the Chiefs on Sunday. Number one, he's a winner. Yeah. Winners suck. Huh? <laughs> Number two, he never got high, and if he did, well, that's you not know true. He Tom Brady. I've I've heard several stories before of Tom Brady uh being highly competitive in chugging contests. Number three, won't eat strawberries. Tom Brady sticks to a strict diet, and also, 
he's playing at unprecedented levels at unprecedented ages. Well, to be fair, I want these strawberries. You would know. Because I'm on keto. <laughs> Number four. No grotesque hairy belly fat like the rest of us. Number five, he's smarmy AF. Number six, hair is always perfectly coiffed, and he probably knows how to spell coiffed. This is starting to seem like a very, like, internal list. What? This this is starting to seem much less like Tom Brady, much less about Tom Brady, and much more about you, sir. Yeah, it's the kind of person who, who he sees like a handsome movie star and he goes, I don't like this guy because he makes me feel bad. Number seven, he lived in a house with a moat. Number eight, he pretends to be nice, which means he's a D. Number nine, never had, uh, you never made love with an ugly person. How can you be fully human without uh, with at least one really ugly person? Advice. I don't know. Number ten, he endorsed dogs. He endorsed dogs. Number eleven. Number. I can't tell if he's trying to be funny or if he's like these are legitimate things that I know are dumb but annoy me about him. Number eleven. Divorced Bridget Monahan and ended up with someone way hotter, which is super annoying they, for the villain Jim Americans. She married. never got let go with even one hot girl. Her. I don't think he didn't divorce her. What? Let me just. Uh, okay. Number twelve. He's been to as many Super Bowls as I have toes. Number thirteen. He's a Michigan man. Why is that even a thing? Is it any better than being a Northwestern man or a Cal State Fullerton man? I have no idea what you mean by that. Number 14. His mom always folded his underwear. Number 15. He never farted in public. Number 16. If he was ever attracted to one of his offensive linemen, he would never publicly admit it. I'm beyond confused. <laughs> Number 17. My friend Anne says if he wins Sunday, he will go down in history as better than Jordan. My friend Anne has smoked weed every night First since off, 2002. Tom Brady's been better than Jordan for a while now, but okay. Number 18. He has perfect teeth. Number 19. He never fell off his bike when he was a kid. Number 20, he's never lost in gender. I feel like this is more of a, a list of reasons why I hate yeah. rich white people. Yeah. Number 21, he took advantage of Drew Bledsoe's injury to make a name for himself and never gave the guy his job back. If you work in construction and someone gets hurt, when he's ready to return to work, you give the guy his job so, back. Okay, so is this like a troll? So among this list of random... So I thought he was writing funny random things he was mad about. Now he has like this legitimate no, thing that's that annoys like, him. That 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 must be like parody. That's gotta be satire. No, I don't think this point is. He took advantage of so because and I kind of vaguely remember Drew Bledsoe being in the NFL. That's how old I am. Uh, so Drew Bledsoe got hurt, and Tom Brady jumped in the spot, and then Drew Bledsoe wasn't hurt anymore, but Tom Brady was still the quarterback. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't bench him again. 
Are you familiar with how he's sports mad, he's work? mad about uh, that? Tom Brady didn't bench himself. I don't know. Number twenty-two. He's really, really white. I do oh, hate Tom when Brady's are white. really white. I, I, I am pretty racist, and this man being a specific skin color that annoys me. <laughs> Let's pause that. Number twenty-three. Uh, Andy yeah, friends with Donald pause Trump. Pause that for one second. George's St. Pierre UFC outcome. great reveals he would like Adolf Hitler as his opponent for a dream celebrity fight. Ah, go on, go on. Uh, UFC Say legend George's St. Pierre reveals he would like Adolf Hitler as his opponent for a dream yes. celebrity fight. <laughs> I don't know if I call him a celebrity, but okay. Number 24. He buys his offensive linemen nice gifts. Incredibly nice Ooh, and incredibly quarterbacks annoying. Quarterbacks do that all the time. That's like what's expected of you. Because they're the people making sure you don't die. Number 25. Number 25. He always scores on QB sneaks from the one. Okay. Number 26. No alcohol. How can uh, you trust if you had someone seen who doesn't the Buccaneers drink? boat parade? You would have known that Tom Brady was very drunk on avocado tequila when he threw the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to another. By the way, I forgot to tell you. After Tom Brady, yeah, I heard the designers. Was mad about that. One of the designer of the original Lombardi Trophy, his daughter came out and said that Tom Brady disgraced her father's legacy and it was legitimately keeping her up at night. <laughs> Everyone no said cares. shut up. Shut up. It was very funny. <laughs> uh, number 27, he still has hair. Number 28, he wrote a cookbook. Number 29, he left the franchise that took a chance on him. Tom Brady After, spent you know, two like decades straight being disrespected by the Patriots and remained loyal and took them from one of the worst franchises in the NFL to one of the best franchises in sports. But go off, dude. Number 30, he likely has right-wing <laughs> views, but he was too busy Good to one. storm the Capitol. Anyway... Number 31, he's a family man. God, I hate that when white people like their families. <laughs> oh, I would. Why couldn't he be more like Aaron Rodgers and not call mom? Number 32, he deflated things. Number 33, and this is a point that annoys me. He's won more Super Bowls than 28 other teams. Okay. Alright, look, hey, I understand it's frustrating if your favorite team's never been to a Super Bowl. But on the other hand, what do you want? Like, do you want the, like, the Super Bowl that we just randomly decided by a computer that makes sure it's distributed fairly? Like, every team gets gets randomly selected to go to the Super Bowl? I don't... Like, what, what do you... Okay, I, that's just dumb. That's just dumb. This team's really good. It's dumb. Number 34. He doesn't get hurt. Maybe tear an ACL or something to he show did. you're human. In 2009, he tore his ACL. This has got to be like a satire list. Number 35. He didn't even think about joining the Bears. I think he set out to write the actual list and then realized he didn't have 55 mm. reasons, so he threw in a bunch of funny ones. Because there's legitimate ones in here mixed in among the funny ones. I wouldn't say Quote, funny. funny. Yeah. 
Number 36. He wrote a self-help book. Even though regular people can't play in the NFL no matter how hard they try, so it was really a book that should have been titled, Oh, if only you could be more like me, maybe your life wouldn't suck so much. That, um, that was, that was some words that that man wrote. <laughs> Number 37, if you're counting, we're only at 35. There's 20 more reasons why I hate Tom Brady. What? That's not, okay. Well, you just wasted one. <laughs> Number 38, he's never been a bus driver or a sanitation worker. Number 39, he doesn't have an engineering degree. Number 40, he can't write internet code. Uh, he's a rich white guy, McLean. I hate that. I hate it. Number 41, if he had entered the National Spelling Bee contest when he was a kid, and if he lost, he would walk off the stage, throw a tantrum, and angrily toss his pencil into an Indian girl's eye, blinding her for life, and then he'd pay hush money to your parents so it wouldn't impact his endorsement revenue. He's a rich white guy, McLean. I hate it. Rich white guy. White. Number 42, he never gets his jersey dirty. Number 43, it is unfair that his kids have to grow up under his militaristic dietary restrictions. They will never know the joy of cotton candy or a double cheeseburger with waffle fries. Oh no, Tom Brady's that a monster. good parent. <laughs> How dare he? I feed my kids exclusively Lucky Charms for breakfast. I'm a better parent. Diabetes is fun. Number 44, Entourage not good. I think like, there was a movie that he, okay. he appeared Number 45. In I think so. The whole Ben Affleck, Matt Damon Mutual Appreciation Club. Ben I'm Affleck way and off Matt into, Damon are from Boston and they both like Tom Brady because Tom Brady played for the Patriots and, and was very good. Number 46. He uses the same laminated menu on his wrist to call plays while <laughs> with his wife. Good one. Number no. 47. I don't even. That. What? That, that was very funny. I laughed a lot at that. Number 47. Never saved anyone from drowning in a pool. Huh? Okay. Number 48. Doesn't know all the words to Rapper's uh, Delight or Fight I the mean, Power. I mean, like. If white you said, like, he, he so watched white. someone in a pool die, like, that'd be one thing, but... <laughs> He's white, McLean. Because number 49, I he never took he a knee with Cap. He's very white. Number 50, he can't name all the members I of the Wu-Tang Clan. Is. He is so white, McLean. I'm sick of how white he is. Don't tell me. Please don't tell me. Uh, it's apparently a rapping group. Number 51. The hair in this picture. There's a picture of him with... I just looks like he's got hair and he's kind of sweaty. Because he's playing football. Yeah. Number 5. 52. TB12. I played Division 3 basketball and my initials and number RL3 never became a thing. Well, maybe when you're the greatest athlete of all time, you can... Do that number 53 his bank account he's rich mclean i hate it uh, most most nfl players are number uh, you 54 know Patrick Mahomes signed a contract worth half a billion dollars recently number 54 retirement if he just one of those long drawn out is he or is he retiring every offseason for the next five years i'm already yeah. annoyed 
Number 55, Tom Brady. Just saying those two words out loud in a row makes me want to vomit. Uh-huh. And that, my friends, is why I am taking my hard-earned money and wagering it on the greatest QB in the universe, Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs 38, Bucks 28. That worked out well for him. Nice. Those were some not very enticing headlines you printed underneath that article to give me the click on. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. Uh, McLean, where were those posts you were reading me before Which before ones? we started the recording? Come on. You were reading enough articles about people. This guy is saying he hated him with the heat of a thousand suns. Um, Brady is the worst. I've been looking at Twitter. What have you been doing all this time? Play video games again? Oh, huh. Uh, um, this person from Butte Sports. I think this is from Montana. I think. Um, Tom Brady has a house in oh, Montana. So I guess that explains that. But Tom Brady should be reminded he is a bad man. From December 29th, 2020. If you are still looking for a New oh. Year's resolution for the year 2021, look no further. I have one that you are guaranteed to keep long after the treadmill warriors run out of steam by Groundhog Day. I will follow it religiously, and I hope you will join me. In 2021, I'm going to take my dislike of Tom Brady to a new level. I mean a really, really high level of dislike for Tom Brady. I am talking disliking Tom Brady with the white-hot intensity of a thousand Aaron Rodgerses, plus a few Derek Jeters and a couple Joe Bucks. Uh, huh? He's saying he's saying I, people I, I people hate. I guess. Um, Brady has always kind of bugged me, but I have never been oh. a Patriots or a Brady hater. I even cheered for the Patriots in some of the Super Bowls over the past twenty years. The dimple-chinned quarterback with a plastic personality just seems too fake. His canned interview with Jim Gray on the radio on Monday Night Games, or as devoid of personality as the NFC East is devoid of real football teams. Even when Brady appeared on the fa- on the Family Guy, he was an exhausting bore. It never bothered me that Brady has been caught cheating, because I know every team tries to cheat. When that young boy made national news for doing his science project proving Brady cheated by letting a sliver of air out of the football, I stuck up for the quarterback. I have long maintained kids should have flunked because ESPN Sports Science actually proved the boy 100% wrong. Uh, there was a there was a kid who did his science project on how Tom Brady's actually actually cheated, but yeah. Uh, I did not care about Spygate, but and I did not hate Brady because he always won with Super Bowl performances, largely lacking in any kind of emotion. Huh? What does that mean? Super Bowl performances lacking in any kind of emotion? I don't know what he means by that. I was not overly bothered. Well, maybe he was just listening to the, ah, he was it. listening. I was to not Joe overly Buck bothered Collins. that he was always Bill Belichick's Stepford quarterback. Yeah. Oh, it bugged me that Brady always finds a way to avoid shaking hands with the opposing quarterback when he loses a game, but I never lost any sleep over it. Now, I have a reason to dislike Tom Brady like he's a member of the Green Bay Laker Yankees, and you should too. 
The reason for this shift is the news that Brady's TB12 company received a paycheck protection loan in the amount of $960,855. That is a loan, which basically turned into a grant of nearly a million dollars for a quarterback who is making $25 million this season alone. Brady is not even the breadwinner of his family. While the phony quarterback has a net worth of an estimated $200 million, his salary is peanuts compared to his wife, Giselle Bunchen, who adds another $400 million of net, sal- of net worth to the family. Yeah, yeah, he's rich and I hate him. McLean, click on this article I just sent you. Or not article, sorry, video. I don't know what's in it, but the title is t- intrigued me. Also, he's not personally funding his company. And it's I don't white. know how don't business works, but I'm assuming when your company is able to take loans from the government, you do that. I, don't know, I hate I white. Do hate white rich and I hate white rich people. I hate them. That's all I need to know. The most overrated player in sports history. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Tom Brady's. Oh no. Is this who I think it is? Tom Brady is considered the great. I don't so, know. I don't know the name. This can't actually be by this person, right? Okay, so. Tom Brady is considered the greatest. If this video will stop playing when I get to his homepage, um, so the man has has a bad has a bad name. Uh, his name first name Barry, last name Mick Cockinher. Obviously, a troll, but he. This is, it's obviously That's not, not real. Name. He's a troll, and there's another man with the same name on Twitter. I don't know if they're the same pe- person yet, but he does this thing where he'll post a fake sports headline and change his username and profile picture to Sports Center, and people retweet it because they think it's real, even though it's obviously not. And that's what he's famous for. Um, so let's see why Tom Brady. Is it to It was funny the first time. Not funny the second time. But this video is also 23 minutes long, Jake. If we get through all of it, I'm probably going to kill myself. But, um... <laughs> let's see why Tom Brady is the most overrated player in sports history. Tom Brady is considered the greatest quarterback of all time by almost yeah, everybody. Dude, on the camera surface, it seems like a pretty open and shut case. He has some of the greatest numbers of all time. He has the most rings. He has the this most could get vulgar, but I'm not sure. Super Bowl MVPs. He has but have you considered my feelings? I forgot that about so facts and feelings. The hint that Tom Brady might be overrated seems like heresy, let alone to say he's the most overrated player in sports history. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's exactly the case. He is. He's the most overrated player I've ever seen he's in any sport white. in my entire life. And I've got I know the to back it up. First, I should try and define what I believe makes a player overrated. In all actuality, it's pretty easy to understand. Players who get undue credit for their performance are overrated. And there has never been a player in any fucking sport that has gotten more undue credit and praise than Tom Brady. I don't know yeah. if you know this. A little angry. Tom Brady was picked in the sixth round. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, not really. Because he's not very talented. He has no elite physical skills. He doesn't have a strong arm. He He's definitely not athletic. In fact, he put up one of the worst. Tom Brady was one of the number one. I think mm. he was the number one deep passer in the league last year at 43 years old. 
combine performances ever for a QB. Okay, Gee, it's almost. There's like a certain point when pause. There's a certain point where you you meet a man who who just is completely emotional because he's sick of seeing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. He he. Like, you cannot deny that he's the greatest in the book quarterback ever. You just can't. Because the numbers... You can't just, say he got lucky ten times. Look at it. And he's, like, won seven Super Bowls. You can't... You, you can't walk up to microphone and look at all that information. Over, he got go, lucky. Overrated. I mean, he got lucky like you, you seven can't. Super Bowls. But, like, you just can't do it. But this man's... I don't know if this like, is you the can't do that, man. Himself, but he is very bitter. Very upset. So I'm, I'm going to do some with Tim. Yeah, yeah. He and sounds he sounds better. Uh, little little bursts of anger that come through. It's like he's actually very overrated. But let me specify: when I say overrated, I mean severely limited quarterback like Tom Brady would need a great oh. system in order to thrive. Hmm. Fortunately, uh, also this video was posted a year ago, so this was before Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers and won another Super Bowl without Belichick system. Oh, don't oh, worry. Okay. He he put out an update. Uh, how long? You want to watch his update? There you uh, go. We can stick for this, uh, this one sure. for now, and then we can see if we want to see the update because he had to explain away another Super Bowl. <laughs> Tom Brady keeps winning Super Bowls. I have to keep, yeah. keep telling the people what's up. What's up? For Brady, and unfortunate for literally every other person. Don't believe you're lying, guys. That's what happened. Brady first became the Patriots' starting quarterback after Drew Bledsoe was injured against the New York Jets. This was by far the worst Jet-related tragedy in the United States during September of 2001. Everybody assumed mm. he would take his job back after he came back. With He's funny. Because the team was winning. He's funny. Let me say that again. The team was winning. Not Brady. The team was winning. Football, after all, is the consummate team sport. It's true that the quarterback is the most important position on the team, but it's not more important than the rest of the positions combined. There is so much outside of a quarterback's control that goes into how often they win games, and when it comes to Tom Brady, people seem to forget this. And this is my first reason why Tom Brady is the most overrated player of all time. People use team stats to prop up Brady as an individual. Despite my hatred for Tom Brady, I'm not stupid enough to pretend that he hasn't had something to do with the Patriots' success. I guess he's had something he's to do with it. He's a pretty smart player, and he's been incredibly durable outside of American hero Bernard Pollard shredding his knee in week one of the 2008 season. And that 2008 season presented one of the biggest reasons why... Okay, 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 next video. I want to hear the update. Because so far it seems Gee, like... Gee, that was almost convinced that the Brady was overrated. Why are you having me stop it? Individual. Um... Well, I want to hear specifically how he has to how he has to modify his theory. Okay, so is he gonna say the same? Oh, the Buccaneers were already good anyway. So if I can. Oh well, the Buccaneers were a decent team, but Tom Brady joined them and then added a bunch of good players. Where the Buccaneers? I said Buckeyes. McLean. Um, yeah, you said Buckeyes. Speaking of which, Saturday morning. Yeah, I have to work. I'm gonna destroy them tops. They're gonna be good. Or I have to work at eight. So I have to wake up early to watch it. That's much of the game, but I will be able to see the Beavers play. Mm. 
McLean, I sent you the video. What are you doing? Even if you want to say Tom Brady's overrated, I don't think you can justify the fact that he's the most overrated player of all time when he's the GOAT. Here it is. Season has ended with McLean, Tom have Brady you considered perhaps my feelings? Except this time he did it without the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. I've gotten a lot of shit from Brady fans who believe I've been proven wrong about my previous Tom Brady takes that he's an overrated system quarterback. But here's the thing. Everything I've said about Tom Brady wasn't disproven in the 2020 season. It was reinforced. This video takes a look at how Tom Brady is still the most overrated Oh, uh, no, I'm even more right than I, I was. But I'm actually more correct. I've ever been. was looking for a super talented team that was on the cusp of breaking out. Luckily for him, no the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were on the market for a new QB. The Bucks were coming off of a season where they went 7-9, and nine, so they were obviously terrible and the almighty savior Tom Brady single-handedly made them a good team again, right? Wrong. The Buccaneers <laughs> finished 7-9 and nine despite their quarterback throwing a historic amount of interceptions. In 2019, he also James had the Winston league leading nine passing. more interceptions than any other player and was the first player since Vinny Testaverde in 1988, also with Tampa Bay, to throw 30-plus interceptions in a season. Even with all of Jameis' interceptions, the 2019 Bucks were still a few plays away from winning double-digit games. They lost 32-31 to to the Giants when their kicker missed a chip-shot field goal. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. my Here's the thing. I'm disappointed in these videos. I wanted an angry man sitting in his car in a garage screaming that you he wants to come to Bill Belichick's uh, house and the wrong him. on purpose duck guy huh well here let, let me let me move exactly. around exactly exactly well here's tom brady embarrassing let highlights me, let of me the scoot NFL around in this video and see if i can't find something a little more vocal because this is 16 minutes i can't imagine what he talks about for 16 I know, minutes I'm just, i was hoping comically mistimed jump I, on a third just... down touchdown pass on the opening drive to letting little Scotty Miller score a touchdown on the final play of the first half where all he had to do was fucking keep the guy in front of him, goddammit, to the end of the game where he got called for a season-losing pass interference. Oh, okay, whoa, buddy, come on, whoa. Landon Sullivan, I don't know if I'm even saying his name right, but he's a scrub, so fuck him, dropped an absolute gift of an interception from Brady a few plays before the Scotty Miller touchdown. Darnell Savage also let Chris Godwin bitch him on a YOLO throw from Brady in the second quarter that went for 52 yards and set up a Leonard Fournette touchdown run. But going into this game, everybody knew that outside of Jair Alexander, the Packineers secondary was a weak point. What was surprising was the Packers star players and star unit that made them so formidable, letting them down when it mattered most. Aaron Jones was terrible, committing two fumbles, the last of which set up the Buccaneers with an eight-yard... But when I'm falling asleep, uh, I'm going, Tampa Bay I'm going down. It's so hard for me to understand, and that's right. Tom Brady became the first quarterback to ever start a Super Bowl at his team's home stadium. But not lucky, guys. He's not lucky. The story of the game was this. The Buccaneers' defense held a Patrick Mahomes-led offense <laughs> to nine points. That's it. Everything else is secondary. Brady, of course, won Super Bowl MVP for throwing for okay. 201 yards and three touchdowns. But it's one of the most 
most misleading stat lines ever. For starters, Brady only threw for 72 air yards and completed just five throws over five yards in the air. He was barely pressured all game long and he didn't have to do anything remotely difficult. But Barry, he threw three Dude, touchdowns. you can do this can with any quarterback, any game. On his first touchdown drive, Brady completed... Uh, okay, okay, stop, 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 blah, 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 shut up for three seconds, dude. You can do this with any quarterback for any game breakdown. Okay, here's why he actually wasn't that good. So the defense did this. Dude. Oh my goodness. It's just, it's just. Just admit that you're mad that you don't like that he won games and you want your team to win games and you're mad that he won the games instead. That's all this is. You don't have to do a do this dumb breakdown thing where you're like, so I why every actually, single okay, play here of the Super Bowl where Tom Brady doesn't throw a touchdown pass, and as you can see, <laughs> ooh, this comment's got forty-seven reply. Oh my. Some people cope with grief very, very oddly. I think this is the bargaining part of the five stages of grief, where you try to figure out why it's actually, like, it's not actually real. Like, okay, well, if you look at it this way, um... I am McLean. I think it's time to end this episode of Westboro's. I'm, I'm getting... That guy's putting me to sleep, honestly. I, I was, Why don't I was you go to his Twitter more account? And more, um... This, this, yeah. are, this will be my last attempt at trying to get some content if I can just find the guy on Twitter. Uh-huh. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm wait anytime you wanna yeah. Do biddy do um, some people enjoy watching quarterbacks make amazing throws, not me. I enjoy watching Tom Brady throw two-yard dump-off passes. This is new account. Oh, here's the here's the old what? I'm gonna assume he's a huge Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna assume he <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, he's got a he's got a poster of him on the wall. He kisses it every night because he's the greatest. He's the man. I love you, Patty. Patty Mahomey. Yeah, it's. I think that's what annoys me the most, actually. It's not the it's not the constant drumbeat of people saying he's the the second coming of Jesus as a football player. It's um, I think it's the cute nicknames. It's Patty Mahomes, my my little Patty, Patty Mahoney, Mahomes, ma ma Mahoney. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Can't stand it. I want Patrick Mahomes out of this league. I never want to have to hear his name again. And uh, everything will be fine. I hate Patrick Mahomes the same way people hate Tom Brady. Okay, and I don't know if anyone else who hates Patrick. I don't know if anyone else who does this. I'm I'm the first. I'm a trendsetter. Patrick Mahomes is my Tom Brady McLean. So unfortunately McLean it appears as though totally Barry out. got suspended on Twitter because you know he posts a bunch of fake stuff and also about how much Oh he's no. Brady. But um they they uh here's 
Bleacher Report tweets out this Tom Brady quote where Tom Brady said to Julian Edelman when he only had three Super Bowl rings, I ain't going for Montana, I'm going for Jordan, implying that he wants to win at least six rings. And then Barry says, Tom Brady is the most overrated player in sports history precisely because of stuff like this, which I'm confused because he did it. He has more championship rings than um, Jordan. Well... Yeah, technically that's not overrated. He he, yeah. he he set a bar and then he met the bar. He's not over or under. He just <laughs> met expectations. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to add to that. Okay, okay. Well, um, I'm gonna go uh, open a new YouTube channel and and sit in my car at night and and scream into my iPhone about Seems. Patrick Mahomes. I think I'll I think I'll start off with a gym. Um, the first video I think will be who's uh, the who's the Chiefs defensive okay. coordinator? Because I want him gone. That seems like I want you gone. I want him I'm gone. Jake, I'm, I'm nice. To, glad to see you're doing what you love. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be it's gonna be a good hobby for me. Yeah, you know I like I like doing Careful college about football. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven, Mahon. Don't. Don't what, make what do you mean? is really what I'm saying. I don't think I would be able to express myself without that, the death threats, McLean. I well, I think the police. Andy Reid, I'm gonna come to your house in the middle of the night with a pickaxe and bar oh boy, that mustache is gonna be running red. Anyway, what we say? All right. <laughs> This is how you get success. On I want YouTube. Jake off of Westbros immediately, dude. I want Jake gone. Man, let me get on this trash podcast I just I listened want you to. Go. Those uh, Tom Ferrati tweets aren't gonna write themselves. Thomas Brady has zero real rings, in my opinion. Oh, it appears as though Tom Brady has tweeted something. Allow me to reply. Post this. At. Tom Brady, win a real ring, Mickey Mouse ring, Bugs Bunny ring. Stay out super late tonight, picking apples, making pies, put a little something in our lemonade, and take it with us, we're half awake in a fake empire. We're half awake in a fake empire Tiptoe through our shiny city With our diamond slippers on Do our gay ballet nights Bluebirds on our shoulders We're half awake in a fake